0: Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Mark chapter 9, verse 9. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus gave them orders not to tell anyone what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. Don't tell anyone what you've seen? Wow, if I was Peter, James, or John and saw Jesus transfigured on the mountain, I would be practically jumping out of my skin. I'd want to tell everyone. If Jesus hadn't given this injunction to the disciples, I could almost imagine them running down the mountain full speed, stuttering and stammering all at the same time as they tried to describe for the others the extraordinary things they had just seen and heard. However, Mark tells us, Jesus gave them orders not to tell anyone what they had seen. Why would he do this? And it's not just here. When our Lord healed the leper, Mark tells us that Jesus sent him away at once with a strong warning. See that you don't tell this to anyone. When Jesus raised Jairus, his daughter, Mark tells us that his parents and the disciples were completely astonished. Who wouldn't be? But then we hear, he gave them strict orders not to let anyone know about this and told them to give her something to eat. And then again, in the Decapolis, when our Savior opened the ears of the deaf man, we read, Jesus commanded them not to tell anyone. But the more he did this, the more they kept talking about it. People were overwhelmed with amazement. So, why would Jesus not allow the disciples to tell the others about what just took place when he was transfigured in glory before them? Isn't this the same Savior who tells us, go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation? And isn't this Mark, who in the very opening verse, wants us to know from the start that this is the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. It sure is. However, by inspiration of the Spirit, he also wants us to know that the focus of the gospel is not the healings or even the transfiguration. These gave witness to the fact that Jesus is indeed the glorious Son of God in the flesh. However, as the conversation with Moses and Elijah on the mountain demonstrates, the focus of the gospel is what our incarnate Savior came to accomplish at the cross. The incredible news is that Jesus came to die for sinners like you and me. It would have been really tempting for Peter, James, and John to come running down the mountain to tell everyone, wait until I tell you about the mighty Jesus. It's the message that's become popular in our day. Here's why those that focus on the miraculous and powerful Jesus who can bring you good health, success, and prosperity have wandered off into the weeds. We have universities and life coaches who can give you tips on how to be successful in business and how to help your kids get ahead in school. We have doctors who by God's hand bring health and healing. God even enabled the apostles to do miracles of healing. But the fact is, the only one who can take away sins, bring reconciliation with God and eternal life is Jesus. And if you notice, he didn't do it with a flashy display of might. He did it passively. In weakness, as he allowed himself to be bound, beaten, and crucified, he permitted the punishment for our sins to come pounding down upon himself in our place. Having told the disciples of the crucifixion to come, and having heard as Moses and Elijah spoke with him about the departure that Jesus was about to bring to fulfillment in Jerusalem, they would witness as our Savior revealed his power, not in spite of the cross, but through it. While the world may wonder why Jesus didn't simply come down off the cross in a dazzling display of power or avoid it completely, faith rejoices that Jesus stayed there in love for us to the very end until the work of our salvation was complete. So Jesus told the disciples not to tell anyone what they had seen until the Son of Man has risen from the dead. It's through the lens of Good Friday and the empty tomb of Easter morning that you and I can fully appreciate what Jesus revealed that day to Peter, James, and John. Let us pray. Crucified and risen Savior, thank you that I may sing your praise and tell everyone what you have done. Amen. Thank you for joining us.